Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Ow, I bit my tongue. I'm okay. You're I don't sure? taste pennies. Yeah. I kind of like the taste of blood. I'm just joking. Oh, I was not about to be like, well, it's not my least favorite. Yeah, it's not my least favorite. Do you want to hear things. something that a revelation that Sydney and I had? Uh, maybe Jerry. Oh, what? Revelation? Did I say relevation? <laughs> I'm combining it with ballet. Yeah, I know. Relevé. I've always done that, though. Um, is that a blender? When like a blender is... Blending. blending um it kind of smells like period blend because you know how period it's like it's like a little different than do you mean it's like more irony yeah. than regular blood yeah and it smells like it i'll have to yeah pay attention next mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. it was like we were in the kitchen we were like <gasps> whoa and then our best friend jake was there and he was like good to know 
Well, guys, uh, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Okay. Well, guys, um, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, <laughs> the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Any other housekeeping stuff we have? Mm. Oh, guys, pre-order my book. I'm oh, going to yeah. say it again eventually. May but 5th. Cinco May de 5th. Was I with you when I was trying to figure out? Yeah. Amanda figured it out. <laughs> I was like, May 5th. That's like, was that a holiday? Cinco de Mayo. So mm-hmm. eat some tacos. Read my book. Yeah. It's going to be really I'll probably exciting. get it like the day before because I pre-ordered it. Ugh. Usually when you pre-order it, you get like before. Uh, one day before? Mm-hmm. I guess I should order my own book. Yeah. That's cool. Because think about it when it comes in the mail and you get to open it. It's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Mots didn't pre-order until much later. He's like, oh, do I need to? And I was like, bitch, what? November 18, 2018 is when I ordered it. Yeah. So, so uh, and was it still pre- on pre-order? Yeah. When I went to Amazon, it like showed you ordered this. Okay. On, you know, okay. like when, when I went to the page on Amazon, it tells you at the top if you pre-ordered, if you bought it already. Okay. So everybody, if you check your Amazon, if you already pre-ordered it and make sure it still says pre-ordered so mm-hmm. you can get it. It's going to be good. I just picked my author photo. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you want me to Photoshop the bruise off of my leg? Or oh, do we want to keep body. it in? No, I'm like this? sitting. <laughs> no. There is nothing professional about like, because it was like, am I not going to do it? I don't know, like a head shot. I like am covered in confetti and glitter for like all of That's it. I have all oh, of it. Oh, I know this photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. That was a while ago, too. I, no, I know. <laughs> I'm thankfully, like, for a long time, or, for, like, once I had, like, my, like, uh, emotional breakdown and dyed my hair platinum blonde. And we're, I like, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys were literally in the thick of it with yep. me. <laughs> Nobody else experienced it more than you two. Um, but uh, my hair was darker in those photos. And I was, like, gosh, I mean, maybe that's the reason why the book didn't come out, because I needed to look like it. So now my roots are growing out. I'm, I'm becoming more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like in the illustrations that Katrina does. She always makes sure your roots are darker. Um, first of all, so she started blending them. But for a minute there, I was like, Katrina, I'm going to have to have a talk with you right now. And like, you're giving me like a full on banding stripe. And like my hairstylist would be pissed because it's not that stark. And like when it was platinum. 100%. That's fine. But I don't even think we were doing the graphics back then. She started blending them and I didn't say anything, but I was at, I was very close to be like, bitch. She kind of made, they're, they're more 3D now looking. Yeah, the she, animation has changed. Yeah. She's doing a great job. She's doing a great job. You guys uh, give her a follow. What's her? It's, it's a creative, right? Mm, Katrina Creates, I think. Katrina Henning Creates. Katrina with a K and Hennings with two N's. She hasn't posted in a while. Maybe go hound her and tell her to start posting on her. Yeah. Okay, should we actually get into this episode? <laughs> Let's do it. Hi, Megan, Melissa, Impossible Guest. So I am 19 years old, and the other night, Saturday night, I didn't go out, but this guy, he's 23. He goes to the same college as me. So he's a senior. I'm a sophomore. He came over after a night out with his friends, and it was around, like, midnight that he came over it was the first time i've ever met him but we had been texting for a bit he is a very busy person he's the head of a really like popular group at my school and he also has an internship and all that like he's a very smart guy but also really popular in a way he has a lot of like the guy friends on the football team and a lot of like close girlfriends um so he came over super sweet guy i think we really hit it off and he was drunk 
so I wasn't. And he was not like too intoxicated because, you know, he just, he wasn't falling over, but he was a bit drunk. And he was saying some things like when we were sitting, it was just getting a little deep for the first time that I've met him. And like, I don't know if I should take that as him being just intoxicated or if he actually meant it. Like he was saying stuff like, I don't normally sleep around with girls. Like this is a big step for me. I didn't come over here just to like sleep with you. I actually want to get to know you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, good, because I'm not looking for just a friends with benefits type situation. And he was like, well, neither am I. And I'm not the type of guy to just like sleep with someone and then never talk to them again. That's not who I am. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, this is good, blah, blah, blah. So then obviously we like did some stuff and he ended up staying the night. And the next day I was, just like I had to go to work. So he just left, whatever. But he didn't text me the next day. I had to text him first. And he was very short with me. Um, now, like, I get that he's busy. But I don't know if I should try to reach out anymore and take what he said as him just being drunk. So if you could give me any advice on these types of drunk conversations, that would be great. Thank you so much. Bye. Did she say that they met on Tinder? Or they just started texting. I I don't understand a lot of this. Like, why were you texting? How do you know him? Twenty three. He's twenty three. Yeah. But she kept going on and on about him being like popular in school and stuff. Like this was high school, but it's college. Yeah. And so, like, were you like none of that stuff had anything to do with what the call was? So, are you trying to like imply that you're out of his league? Or he's out of her league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that's what I don't... I don't know. I think you're trying to give us, like, person... At, like, this is the kind of guy that he is. That maybe he's just super friendly. I'm confused how you guys started texting a bunch. And then he came over once while drunk. Maybe they're in the same group. But they never met each other. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know if... Maybe you matched on a dating app. Or, like, friends of friends of something of the sort. Here's what I will say as um, uh, an ex frequent partier. uh, I think that for some people, drunk words are sober thoughts. And I think for other people, drunk words are a bag of lies, a sack of lies. Me, sack of lies. Me too. I lie straight through my teeth when I'm drunk. Oh my God. My name's never been Megan ever. (laughs) Not fucking once. Like I will say anything. Like I will just, I don't really give a shit. Uh, And I think... I don't know. I mean, I think in in full trend, like to be fully transparent, I think a guy who's super into you, if he's really drunk, knows that you're sober. I don't think he's going to come over because I think like he does. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Like when Moss would have come home drunk, he would literally like, fucking you were there when off his birthday. He just will like, like, hey, run straight to the bedroom and be like, do not like will not talk to like doesn't want me to see that he's drunk. Mm-mm. Like I saw him and I was like, time for me to go. <laughs> and he literally just like was like, hey, stop. Like will not even kiss me. Yeah. Hello. And just like, yeah, she has no clue. And I'm like, I fucking knew. But so I, I, I just don't think. I don't know. I think if he was comfortable enough to like show up pretty drunk and know that you're sober. Yeah. I just think that's very casual, like, okay. With kind of embarrassing himself and saying whatever. And all of the things that he was saying, are they? that's the epitome of what you say to get into someone's pants. 
I'm not that type of boy. I'm not that type of boy. I never do this. Like I'm not, I'm looking. And also the first time you meet him, if he's not looking for a, you're just friends with benefits, you're looking for something serious. He would have, you would have gone out on a date. Like yeah. it wouldn't. And also because you've been, t- you've been talking for a while. It's not like you just met this one night mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like you're going to, you're going to have this whole like big game of talking to each other. And then this is going to be like the first interaction. Yeah. And it's going to be like getting physical, which is fine, but also it kind of just, I don't know. It's like, it's the stuff you say mm-hmm. to like get into your pants. Yeah. So I think that like he, the next morning probably woke up and was like, I don't, maybe he, he doesn't might re- even know that he was there. He like, might not even remember place. what he had said mm-hmm. or anything like that. I've definitely been there. I told a guy that I had terrible sex with that. Like, I was like, yeah, we should be friends with benefits. It'd be totally fun. And he brought it up. And I was like, I fucking said that. Like it was the worst sex I've ever had. Like, why would I say that? So I think like, if he's not going to reach out to you, I would, you, you already had, you already texted him first, but I would just, I don't want to say cut your losses, but I would just kind of take it for like what it was potentially like him just saying that to like want to hook up with you. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he wants to fuck. If you're going to come over drunk to a girl's apartment, like you want to fuck, but like, that's right. like a fuck buddy kind of action. So I would just, if he's serious and like wants to date you, I think you need to like pull back and he needs to come a hundred percent. Yeah. And he, and, it, and also if anyone's like, well, he might be embarrassed. Okay. Let him be embarrassed and let him get the fuck over it. If he likes you, then he will overcome his embarrassment. And he'll apologize. Like yep. if it's like, you don't need to handhold people to like through life to do like the right thing, like let them do it. Because otherwise if, if they're not going to do it without you kind of, helping them along to do it then like no yeah he has to learn on his own so yeah i would just be like bye i also just want to know how you guys started texting so much and i feel like it has to be a dating app yeah like the first time you meet and also no one's that cool like when you talk about like oh he's got all these friends he's got like internship and all that stuff he told you all that that's like hey I mean, I i'm really busy but do you know what I mean though? When you when you like give this whole long story of like all of the stuff that he like all of that, you're you're he's giving himself an out, or mm-hmm. you're giving him you're an out. You're giving an out. Yeah, like well, it would make sense. Like he's so busy, he has all this stuff going on, and then you feel special because he's spending a little bit of time with you. I was president of so many clubs in college, very popular. Was on the dean's advisory board, and like, what does that mean? That I would advise the dean on things. to do what how he ran the campus wow yeah and so like and you still, still have time to fuck like if you want to make time to get to know somebody then you will especially in college mm-hmm. when you're only really like the only thing it's it's less time it's still less time than a full-time job oh yeah oh yeah so, and proximity to where you yeah. are and just like it's easy like you're like dicks are falling in your lap because yeah. he's falling in your lap yeah i don't buy his busyness no. and i think you said that you're 19 so you're newish you're a sophomore 23 as a senior it depends on when he started and yeah if he's a super senior too i told you we had a seventh year senior right yeah also i will just say too i think it's weird um i don't ever think it's really a good sign if one person is super drunk and mm-hmm. also oh here's what i'll say we're like well he wasn't that drunk he wasn't falling over that you can't know how drunk someone nope. is at all like at all like i was the epitome of like i could i would be blacked out and walking fine and i would be the last one sitting at the party i would never throw up like i was 
the epitome. I would be like, if you were like, oh, someone's the cops are here. Megan, go talk to them. And I'm mm-hmm. the drunkest one there. Like I didn't never looked it. Not never. There were some times when I looked it, but yeah, I don't think that you, but yeah, I always just think it's a little odd to be comfortable, not from your perspective, from, I mean, I mean, if we're talking like in a consent way, but I mean, in his, in his perspective, like, how are you comfortable being so fucking wasted around this girl who's not drunk at all? Yep. Like that's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't even realize he was there. Yeah. Could be that. Maybe he texted a bunch of girls and you were the one that hit. Yeah. Best of luck. Let us know what happens. And, uh, 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 if you're going to hook up with people, protection. Right. I'm married to a guy that I've been with for three years, three and a half years. And I mean, we're happily married. He's an amazing man. He's gorgeous. He's got the perfect jaw structure. He's muscular. He's tan. Anytime we go out somewhere, girls are always staring like he's, he's beautiful. But anyways, whenever now in the beginning of our relationship, we used to do it all the time. Um, we did anything and everything, but now I just feel like it's a chore and I feel like I have to please him just so he doesn't get upset and because he says I turned him into a freak. <laughs> but anyways, I just feel like it's a chore and I just need help to try to, to get back in the mood, to get back in the swing of things. I'm very fortunate because I'm a stay-at-home mom, and he lets me do whatever, anything and everything I want to do, but I just need help in that department because I just want to, like I said, I just want to please him, but I don't know. I'm just not ever in the mood, and he's so, what's the word? He's kind of. He's really needy, and I don't know if that's a turnoff, but, I mean, I guess I kind of like it, but I don't know, girl. I, I need some help. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. I'm really going to have to um, try and put myself in her shoes because this is very different. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I tend to give... And I know I give a lot of advice. It's the whole point. I'm giving advice from like my perspective and what I would do in a situation. But I was watching the reel and they were talking about uh, the best kind of advice is not, oh, this is what if you're going to if you're going to say like, oh, this is what I would do. Say this is what I would do. But then there's sometimes of it. What's the best advice for you? Yeah. And I think we're really different. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm still probably going to give you both versions. I mean, I would just say, and this could also be like a cultural difference and that whole thing. The idea of like, I don't, I have to please him because I don't want him to be mad at me is like a really problematic statement Mm -hmm. and feeling like sex is a chore and I think just as a whole, it's a lot. And even saying I'm so fortunate to be a stay at home mom, which sure, but that's also really fucking hard. Like, I don't think it's, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I would consider like someone who has, is a full-time mom luckier than a working mom. I think they're equally as hard and in some is situations one can be harder than the other like a day-to-day moment to moment um 
and then being like, he lets me do whatever I want to do. It just seems like um, there's a, I don't know, it's a, like a quote unquote traditional mm-hmm. household power dynamic. And I think if you're listening to our podcast, <laughs> that's not really what we're about. Yeah. So I would like reevaluate or, or, or yeah, or not even reevaluate, like focus on and pay attention to like, what do you mean he'll get mad? Like, do you feel like you have to have sex? Because that's the other part. It's like, yeah, sex will feel like a chore if, if we're talking about diff- like, like take away like different sex drives and all of that stuff. If it's like a change, like sex, like for me, even sex will feel like a chore if I'm not getting off or I'm doing it if I'm not turned on at all or I'm not, I'm not feeling like so you're not getting anything from it yeah or i'm not like so shit for what did she call it the it's like her intimacy like it's not love language the attraction Uh, one um shan boudram she's it's on her website too and i took the the quiz and i'm so cold i'm shaking (laughs) but i know i should um but I took the quiz because I was curious. I made Mots take it too. And everybody has different ways that they're going to get turned on. And so one of mine or mine is the most clearly obvious one. And I think even the picture was of a line. And I was like, yeah, every Leo will get this. And it's uh, like compliments and like attention and being like, you look so super hot right now. And if you're not getting that, I wouldn't be in the mood either. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not getting, if he's not, if it's just like whenever he's in the mood, Hey, like let's go for it. And he's not doing anything, whether it's like sending you a sexy text through the day or just being like, you look so hot right now or whatever that is for you that turns you on. I think it's going to feel like a chore. And also you have a kid, you're spending all day with a fucking kid taking care of your kid. And then you have to come home and you have to, your man's super needy and you have to take care of him too. Who's taking care of you? Right. That's where I was going to go. Who's taking care of you? Yeah. Um, I don't know how old your kid is, but it could be like a hormonal thing too. Um, like after you have a child, your body changes. I don't know if it was like when you were like going at it, was it before you guys had a kid? And then now like after how long was like postpartum is a long time. Mm -hmm. How long ago, um, was the last time that you were like feeling um rubbed up to bang him yeah um and that you needed him and you were physically you said that he's hot but like are you actually attracted to him yeah and is he doing stuff that turns you Mm -hmm. on and not physically right like is he doing all that stuff and also if you're and like let's say your kid is a little bit older are you so fucking exhausted by Mm -hmm. the end of the day that he comes home and he's been doing like and also being a mom it's not predictable. Like every day is super different. Like you don't really know what's going to happen. Like you flying by the seat of your pants and that kind of thing. And like, if he's got a normal, like a nine to five job and he has his routine and he can come home and like, he can shut work off. Mm -hmm. You You can't No, It's like working in your bedroom. Like you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to do like You literally are at home taking care of a kid. And then he comes home and you're supposed to like, shut that off and be like ready for it. And like to go for it. But I think you have to have a conversation with him about like, or I think you need to figure out what it is that turns you on and you're attracted to and what he can do for that. 
and then figure out what's your level of sex that you want to have and not about him because mm-hmm. like it's all of this is like well i want to make sure i'm pleasing him i don't want him to be upset and also if he's getting upset with you for not having sex that's a red well, flag yeah it's a real that's a way bigger issue and yeah it's it's he's just as lucky to have you as you are to have him mm-hmm. and I, it really feels like you're putting him on this pedestal and you're just trying to like earn your keep and i don't think that's fair I, I yeah i think it's just a conversation you have to have but then also recognizing is this for you or is it for him right like are you getting are you feeling like horny when he's not around too like yeah that's something to think about like if you um because like you're Mots isn't always around when no. you're feeling horny no. is he no and then you take care of yourself mm-hmm. like are you feeling the emotions when even when he's not there and it needs to be something that you want mm-hmm. like and if he doesn't care about what you want and it's about what he wants or getting back to what it was before that's a bigger yeah. it's a bigger issue like obviously the whole you should want to please your partner more than you want to please yourself. Sure. In the moment, if you want, but also you should want to please yourself mm-hmm. on your own time. Then like you have to prioritize your pleasure mm-hmm. and it's not your responsibility to prioritize his. Like, right. I just think, yeah, I don't know. It was a lot of like, and I, yeah, I hate to say that's a lot of like, just like, I would say red flags to me in the way you communicated all of it but i also understand that not to judge you by your accent it sounds like you might be from like a more quote unquote again like traditional like Mm -hmm. gender roles kind of home but i don't think that you need to abandon those to still be i don't know wanted desired and valued and valued yeah yeah hey mike and i'm melissa this is so weird for me to be calling but basically I'm 21 my boyfriend is 20 um we've been together for like a little over like a year and a half now um and we've been through so much fucking shit together but um basically (laughs) I've been getting these DMs from girls for I don't know, like a few months now, and I've just been ignoring them. And they're saying things like, you know, your boyfriend's cheating on you. I have proof. Like, sis, I have proof. And I'm like, oh, like, whatever. I bring it up with my boyfriend. And he's like, I don't know why they're DMing you. Like, I don't know who those girls are. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know. Probably shouldn't have listened to him, but whatever I did, because I love him. And I just wanted to pretend that, like, shit wasn't bad, but it is. Um, and so yesterday I got this fucking DM, sorry, I'm swearing so much, I probably shouldn't do that. I got this DM from this girl, the same girl, and honestly, I've been blocking them, and they've been making new accounts to tell me that my boyfriend is cheating on me, and, like, I'm sorry, but, like, that seems pretty fucking legit, and, like, I wouldn't make a new account just to, like, torment somebody about a relationship that I don't even know about, you know? And she's just like, your boyfriend is cheating on you. Like, I have proof. Um, he, I was in England for Christmas or whatever. And, um, oh God, that was so fucking good. And I let him borrow my car. And I got this text from this girl and she was like, 
um, your boyfriend got his dick sucked in the back of your blue car, and he said that you have a vagina infection and um, just, like, stupid shit that was, like, it was too, like, while you were in England, he got his duck sick in the back. You, he got your, you get it, you get it, you get it. And I'm just, like, okay, yeah, like, those are details that, like, I'm running out of time. But, ah, fuck. It's, like, those are details that you can't just, like, make up. And basically, I don't know what to fucking do right now. I love him, and he's fucking sobbing in my arms all the time and, like, telling me, like, I confronted him. It's so fucking sad and emotional, and, like, I don't even know if I want to be in this relationship anymore, but, like, it's really hard because I care about him and he's my best friend. So, yeah, I'm sorry if this is too long. But, yeah, I just really need advice right now because I'm uh, so sad. I do what I need to do. Bye. Oh, I want to give you a hug. Yeah. Ugh. I had a friend in this exact situation, like with the text, like the Instagram accounts, texting and all mm-hmm. of that. And your instincts are right. No one does that to fuck with you. And also at the end of the day, if someone's doing that to fuck with you, it's because <laughs> like, I mean, actually people do that too. Like there's two options. Either she's doing it to fuck with you and she's sleeping with your boyfriend or her friend is sleeping. I would say, or she's sleeping with your boyfriend mm-hmm. or her friend is sleeping with your boyfriend and she's doing it to protect you or yeah. she's sleeping. like, there is no instance in which this is not real. And this is also the reason why you're putting this into question is also because everyone paints women as being crazy. And like, she's trying to steal my man. That's not a, do you know who came up with that narrative? Men, yeah. <laughs> men came up with the narrative yeah. of being like, to my dick, everyone ass. literally. Yeah. And that's what this is. And my friend who is in the situation, she got all these messages from this girl with all of this, like, yeah, proof and all of this stuff. And she listened to her boyfriend again because she really loved him. And it finally, and this is the most heartbreaking part, finally came out through her boyfriend's mom, who the ex, the girl reached out to the mom and was like, I can't get through to her. I can't tell her. And it was his ex-girlfriend that he was hooking up with. And mom loved the girlfriend so much. Mm-hmm. She spied on her son, figured it out, and was like, you need to break up with him. He's cheating on you. Wow. And like the his mom could hear and see those messages and be like, I'm going to investigate this. Mm-hmm. And that's his mom and someone who's like, you know what? Like boy moms put their kids on pedestals. Like mm-hmm. that's something like and even she was able to be like, let me figure this out. And I just <sighs> he sound and even him crying in your arms and all that shit. He's guilt. Like he, he's and the fact that he said he didn't know these girls like. Come on. How, why would they pick her out of all people to target if he yeah. didn't know them? It, yeah, no, it, ma- it, it makes no It makes sense. no sense. And I don't know if you've done, like, the sleuthing of... Because I think here's the thing. You're trying to communicate with him, and people make mistakes. It totally happens. People make mistakes. And what happens, I think, the most important thing is how people recover and what they do after they've made it he's upholding it and Mm -hmm. he's manipulating you and gaslighting you in the sense that like that's and also like and i say that because him crying and get so emotional and you're having to comfort him that's gaslighting he's completely flipping the situation Mm -hmm. but he's turning all of that but it's not he does not guilty so he's guilty but he doesn't 
respect you enough or want to change his behavior enough mm -hmm. to admit what he did and then move on from there because you're clearly showing a lot of empathy like towards him and like trying to work through this and figure all of this stuff out and he's not giving you that same opportunity because here's the thing if you get cheated on you and you want to stay that's fine but you have to be able to make that choice and mm -hmm. if he's not telling you then you're not you're not choosing that and that's also because he's like i don't know if she's going to continue to choose that right and i don't want to give her that option so right. i'm not going to let her know everything that happened so i would but you know you wouldn't have called like, no she crying. knows you know you know and maybe you need to stop talking to him about it look through his fucking phone mm -hmm. look through his uber like look through there's a you can look through like the mo the locations he's at the most and all of that sort of stuff. And then talk to this girl, mm -hmm. get the proof that you need like that. See where he was that day during Christmas in your car. Like you yeah. can trace where he was. You've got the dates. Mm -hmm. See where he was. Yeah. And, and hear this person out. And I think if I were you, I would, if you can meet up with them in person and, yeah, I think you just I think what you need to do right now is I don't you, know about meeting up because it might she might, if, if this girl is crazy, maybe it's not in public, idea. though. Okay. I just mean in the sense that like. Don't or, or if you talk to her, talk to her when you're out somewhere, don't be at like if you live with your boyfriend or you're with your boyfriend, oh, yeah. like don't be in a place where he can get into your like get into your head and be like, oh, no, she's crazy. No, no, no. Or like deleting messages or anything like that. I, I, yeah, I think you just need to figure all, you need the proof because I think emotionally, obviously you're hurting, like it's awful and you know it, but I think for you, I think you might just need no stone left unturned, mm -hmm. like cold, solid proof because it's hard because you did the responsible thing of reaching out to your boyfriend and talking to him about the first message that you got because- mm -hmm you respect him and he's planted the seed of doubt in your head. And then this girl is planting a seed of doubt in your head. And you're like, I don't know who the fuck to believe and trust. And you need to believe and trust in yourself of like, I need to find out all the information. There's a mm -hmm. reason why I think you're feeling a little uns like, I don't know, not tethered or not super decisive is because like, you don't, you love him and you don't have this like solid, solid proof. And I think you need to get it. And I think you'll find it. Yep. And it sucks. It totally sucks. But it's loving someone. It's not enough at all. You have to want to be in a relationship with someone and you can't want that for him. If mm -hmm. he doesn't want that, then it doesn't matter how much he loves you or how much you love him or how much you want it to work. He's not going to like make it work. And There's no point. No. he's. He, I could see like if he like fessed up to it and then he you were working towards like trusting him again but he's not giving you anything there it clearly he knows these girls yeah he knows them so the fact that he lied and said that i don't know who they are that's just like another thing that messes with the trust so yeah just yeah. step away because he's not he doesn't want to tell you the truth no. And here's the thing. Maybe you find out the truth and from there he is super forthcoming and you guys are able to work through that. But you can't you need to know everything mm -hmm. and you don't. And like he's taking he's taking that away from he's you in a situation. Yeah. yeah. And that's not that's not fair and that's gonna fuck with your head. And mm -hmm. obviously this has been like a really rough time for you in your relationship. So you need to get all of the proof, evidence, find out the whole truth and then from there figure out 
mm-hmm. what you want to do mm-hmm. and also what he's capable and what he wants to do too. Yeah. It's because, hard to do that when you don't have all the facts laid out in front of you. Yeah. You can't make, you can't make a, a choice. full choice. Because you, you need to know. know. And you don't even because you don't even know what your options are. Mm-hmm. And also if if he yeah if he wants to work on this as bad as you do. Right. Which and maybe and also there's also a part that of us in general that like sometimes you stay because you need to find out everything. And once you find out everything, then you can let go. Mm-hmm. It's not even like, oh, then I'll be able to like make it work and we can figure it out. It can also just be like, I haven't been able to let go of this because I don't know everything. And once you know everything, then you can make your choice. Yeah. But yeah, look through his shit. There's like a bunch of like, yeah, like there's you, I don't remember exactly how to do it, but like look it up to find through someone else's app on their, like their, through someone else's like settings on their phone, you can like figure out the locations they're at the most. Mm-hmm. Uber, if you got, Postmates. If they, have, if they use Google Maps, it automatically records everything. Yeah. But I think the first step is hearing this girl out and seeing that proof. Um, But then also if the proof isn't so solid in your mind, I wouldn't, I don't know. I I would still, I wouldn't just take one. I wouldn't just take it and I'd be like, oh, it's not true. I'm not going to do like, do your, do some fucking CIA due diligence background check work on all of this shit. So I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Fucking sucks. Um, well, uh, let us know what happens. Give us a call back. Join our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If you need help, um, internet stalking someone, I'm really fucking good at it. So, uh, but yeah, so sorry. Boys can really fucking suck. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay, guys, we're back, and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Okay, so I'm just going to get right into it. So, um, basically, I've been with my boyfriend for, like, five months, and he is uncircumcised. And I'm totally fine with that. It doesn't really matter to me, except he um, sometimes, I feel like, doesn't clean it enough or something because it, like, smells bad or, like, tastes bad when I'm going down on him. I just feel so bad because I love him and I don't want to make him, like, feel bad about himself or uncomfortable. But I, like, and it's not, like, so bad that we can't do anything or have sex. I kind of just have been, like, powering through it. But it is kind of a turnoff for me. And I don't want to hurt his feelings or anything. I actually have, like, tried to bring it up. Like, I, one time when we were hanging out, I played this other podcast where they were talking about, like, uncircumcised dicks and how it's, like, gross when they don't clean them sometimes and I was hoping he would like get the memo and he didn't because that was such a like passive aggressive way to do it um and I just don't know when to bring it up because I don't want to bring it up anytime near sex because obviously that's awkward but like if it's not like right before or after sex it's just kind of random to bring it up and I don't know what to say or how to say it um so any advice would be greatly appreciated thank you so much um, you don't want to make him feel uncomfortable, but you're uncomfortable yourself already by putting a dirty dick in your mouth. Here's what I'll <laughs> say, though. A dirty dick is a dirty dick. It's not about 
being circumcised or uncircumcised, yeah. if you're not cleaning an uncircumcised penis well, you'll get an in- infection. You have to go to the doctor. So it's not like, oh, I didn't wash my hair that well. Mm-hmm. Oops. Like there are real consequences. And so I don't think it's a circumcision issue. I think it's just, are you giving him a blowjob at the end of the day after he like has like been at school all day and like went to the gym? Like, is it a sweaty nutsack smell? Is it like, is it like... Because I don't, I don't think it's not. I mean, I'm gonna, yeah, go on a limb and say I highly doubt it's a circumcised problem. Also, also like it's uncircumcised. I mean, you know, it's a, no, it's an, it's not a, yeah, it's not like a circumcision sort of problem. Like any dick can be a dirty, n- dick. dirty dick. Yeah, but it can be extra dirty if he's not pulling back and cleaning everything. Too. But he would get an infection. How do we know he doesn't have one? Because he. He would know. He would know. He would a hundred percent know. And also, if the if you're circum if you're uncircumcised, you've had to learn how to clean your penis so much more thoroughly and carefully than people who are than like yeah people with penises who are circumcised. And if you don't, regardless of your age, you can get a really terrible infection. It's like you know if you have a fucking yeast infection yeah. or not. And so that's the whole thing. I just think that like he's clueless though. Well, I think you, I think you, I, regardless, anything, regardless of any of this, she just has to tell him though. She shouldn't be like giving him a blowjob, being uncomfortable, putting his dick in his mouth, in her mouth, and it stinks. Where like you just have to tell him. You can't be like playing a podcast and thinking he'll catch on. <laughs> no, you have to tell him. So, I, but I, here's what I would say I think like, if you guys are like getting frisky, just say, hey, I really want to freshen up. I feel gross. Let's take a shower. Okay. You, but, but that's still not, I don't think that's, if she, if this is going to be a long-term thing, that's not, that's only going to fix it in the short term because he's all, that means that every time they have sex, she's got to be the one that's like, let's go freshen up and take a shower. Well, every, she's got to tell him. Well, what if you say, let's freshen up and like go take a shower um, and through and just inside like I just and you can even like turn it back on yourself too it's like oh I just feel like I've been sitting all day I've been wearing leggings all day like I don't feel my freshest and like and I love you so much but like giving you a blowjob at the end of the day like I prefer a clean dick and you can make a comment about it but include yourself I would include yourself in it if you're afraid of hurting his feeling, which I, I think is, I think it's valid, but I think you guys are also that five months they've been dating. Like that's not that long. It's not that long, but if they're having sex all the time, she can't just be like every time they have a. Sh- they no, have I think sex you should. And- I think you should suggest the shower, include yourself in the narrative, and throw in there in like a you know I'd prefer like it's yeah, and if he like presses and just be like, here's the thing, like think of how your armpits smell at the end of the day. Like your penis is not immune to that. Yeah. I, I, I think like at least from how you're talking about it and like trying to go about it in like a subtle way and not wanting to hurt his feelings. I think that's, I don't know. I think the way that you're most, I don't know, for me, if I'm trying the best to like soften the blow, I usually include myself in a part of it, you know? And like, I've done that with like boyfriends before circumcised or not, where it's like, let's like, let's freshen up. This is not, mm-hmm. you, you smell like um, macaroni and cheese powder. And I'm I'm not super into that. Yeah. But I think then I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I think she just has to like not even just like including herself in it. 
be like, hey, like your dick smells. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I you're being nicer than I. Am. This is so rare. I know. No, and I I I agree with you, and that's something that I like. I would have no issue telling Mots at all, but I don't know if I would tell a guy that I was dating five months in. I don't understand, like, why you feel like you're down there, you smell, and you're like, I'm still going to put this in my mouth. See, no, that's like, I wouldn't do that. You've got to take some initiative on your own. Like, if you're down there, it smells... You, if you still just want him inside of you, then you know, bang it out. You don't have to smell it if it's down there. Yeah. But, like... You shouldn't be putting a dirty dick in. That's what I'm getting like. Yeah, no, I, you I, shouldn't just feel like you have to put a dirty dick in your mouth. I 100 percent agree. I 100 percent agree. And I think I I wouldn't I would like, and if I was like, hey, let's take a shower, blah, blah, blah. And if, even if I didn't suggest that and he's like, no, no, I'm good. I would be like, here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't put a dirty dick in my mouth either. But I think that there's if you're trying to find a way, if you feel uncomfortable telling him straight up. Because, I mean, she tried to play a podcast. I don't know if we're going to go from playing a podcast Were they actually, to then. But like, because also I think I, I, I don't and don't make it a circumcision thing because I don't think it, it it I don't think it is at all. I think it's just a dirty dick mm-hmm. like like end of end like you know what I mean like think about like your own vagina after you've been on an airplane and leggings. You know what I don't want anyone going to I'm like I'm no I feel but also women are so much or no I don't say women people with vaginas vaginas are so much more temperamental and something that it's literally and it affects our health inside of us so much more like uh stds and all it's it's much more apparent whereas penises are outside of your body it's but a little bit more it smells more like I can- yeah but but like as i i don't think in general i think in general vaginas people with vaginas are more used to the upkeep and like the feelings and sensations and all of that sort of stuff. You think of like the nerve endings and like the, the, the amount of nerve endings in a clit are the same as the whole penis. Mm-hmm. So if there's something up, we're going to feel it first versus a dude. It's not. It's just flopping around in his pants. But when he goes to pee and he holds his dick and he doesn't smell it on his hand. I I like really disagree with this. No, and I I, I don't I, <laughs> I I I very much agree with you. I just think I don't know. I I think the whole thing. I'm because just, I don't for think us, it's it's not like our actual like vagina doesn't smell. That self cleans. It's the outside that smells. It's yeah. the sweat on the outside. So like we're it's the outside that smells. So like if I pull my pants down and I've been sweating, I'm gonna smell that. So yeah. if he can't smell that, that's an issue. Maybe he has a sinus issue too. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think I would don't put a dirty dick in your mouth, I think is what we're both agreeing on. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're feeling bold and straight to the point, just straight up tell him and it doesn't have to be mean. And again, I wouldn't bring up circumcised. I'd be like, it's because you're uncircumcised. I would just say, hey, I love hooking up with you. I think you're so sexy. I like if you like giving head, I really enjoy giving head. Um, But I will say that. You know, from like. At the end of the day, it feels like it. Sometimes it can feel like you know a little sweaty. It's like not my like. I don't find it's like the most it's r- tangy. <laughs> oh, truly, it's what it is. Yeah, and just say that and be like, and I like if we can just. I'm down. Like if we want to hook up in the morning, or if it's just like a shower to freshen up. Like I don't. This isn't me saying I don't enjoy it. I just. 
this is I'm not putting my, that dick in my mouth until it's clean. Yeah. So I've been married to my husband for four years. We've been together for five. There was this girl that he was involved with three months before we got together five years ago. Um, there was no mention of her for the first little while until her name came up and I had just casually asked, which I shouldn't have done because you always say if you ask, you're going to find something out that you don't want to know. But I found out that they had some history and then I kind of found out that he was being a little suspicious about their history and I thought, that's weird. It's part of your past. I don't really care. Well, just this last year, like, I don't know, four years later, um, a lot more came out about their relationship that it was actually very long. It was very toxic. This girl is so wild. She carved her name into my in-law's futon. She reappears at the weirdest time. She is just like, if you've ever seen you on Netflix, she's kind of like resembling the guy from you. And his friends warned me about her for so fucking long. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear as a caller, but they warned me for so long about this girl. And she came back today. She messaged my husband. My husband saw nothing wrong with it and was like, hey, this girl messaged me. I wanted to let you know. So it didn't seem suspicious. You can read all the messages. I told her all about us. And the problem is this girl is freaking crazy. And now she knows where I live. She knows my pet's name. He updated her on our entire life together. He doesn't see anything wrong with it. I am just like so hurt and frustrated that I did not get to consent about information about my life being released to this crazy girl. And I'm also just afraid that somebody from his past came up and he thought it was okay to message her. I messaged her a not nice thing that said, stay away from my, <laughs> stay away from me and my life. And I guess I don't really know what to do from here. I am like just so distrusting of my husband now. I mean, I have been since, like, it came out a year ago, it actually happened. This is, she's always been a sensitive topic for us. But now, it's, like, extra sensitive. And, yeah, this is all fresh from today. I'm sorry if this isn't making sense. I'm trying to get this out before he gets home. <gasps> Hopefully, you'll get back to me soon because I'm just so mad at him and her. And I swear she just won't stay away from me. And she, like, locks me in a basement. I will, I'm mad that she's back in her lives. Okay, bye. It was a roller coaster. Yeah, to say the least. I'm confused. I am too. Like, okay, so this girl's crazy five years ago. Yeah, but he sees nothing wrong with it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe he feels like he's keeping her, like, because he's being honest with the girl, that it would, like keep her away maybe he's a little like i don't know here's the thing i don't um maybe maybe you don't know a ton of the stuff that happened and this is giving her wow look at me giving her husband so much benefit of the doubt this never fucking happens this is a record for us guys maybe he their relationship was super toxic and all of that stuff i don't know how old they were you sound pretty young mm -hmm. so i'm gonna assume if this was five years ago they were really young She's in her early 20s, teens. Maybe she went through something mentally. I mean, that is the age where a lot of stuff appears. Maybe through their whole relationship. I've had I've had uh, guys that I've dated who have dated girls who were uh, uh, manic, bipolar, and were figuring it out through the course of their relationship. And that could be the case here. It could be that she ended up being like manic, bipolar, something like that. 
got the health that she needed. They had broke the, and they had since broken up and all that stuff, but they're a huge part of their relationship and all the toxicity around revolved potentially around like a mental health diagnosis or something that isn't his to share with you, that really doesn't relate to your relationship and you guys. And it could also be the reason why he is being like polite and nice to mm -hmm. her is that courtesy of you, they had gone through a huge thing together or like he was there while she was going through that or anything like that. And just, yeah, how he knows how to kind of treat her differently. Mm -hmm. Um, that's giving like a huge benefit of the doubt uh, because I think it would also, it is not, it's not his responsibility to talk about his exes and like the toxic relationship with you, unless it's break coming into your own relationship. Like if that's something that like didn't really affect him and did, didn't like seep into your own relationship, it's not, I don't think it's something that he has to share. So I don't think it's like, wow, I can't believe he didn't share any of this before. Like that's so like, why is he hiding it? it's if it didn't affect him he doesn't feel like he needs to share no and also if it did really affect him but he it doesn't affect your relationship and it's just like a traumatic thing that's not positive or helpful for him to like discuss with you if he's already processed it like yeah like you're saying so i don't think that's awful um i think you're jumping to a lot of conclusions um yeah and assumptions about what happened and you just need to take a step back because you're already thinking that you're going to be in end up in a basement <laughs> and that hasn't happened to anyone else like no and these stories of these like crazy exes or whatever they it becomes a game of telephone mm -hmm. like she carved her name into the food all of this stuff like oh and like the friends and this is all the part i understand the friends of your his friends have always warned you about her but you never really thought about her but then she's always been a point of contention in your relationship right. A lot of things that you were saying were contradicting each other. Yeah. So I'm confused about that. And then I'd also say, like, you wanted him to ask you beforehand if he could respond, which I don't, I don't know. I don't think that that's necessary. I think you. Especially when, like, the things that you were saying, most, except for the part about, like, where you guys live but most of the stuff that you were saying was just like you know, common knowledge pets names. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't think that's and did he give her like your exact address or just like we live in this area yeah yeah and i i think like him saying hey this happened and i here's all the messages you can see whatever you want and i think that's really forthcoming and mm -hmm. honest but i don't think he needs your approval to like message her. And then it sounded like you then messaged from his phone. Don't talk to me or my wife again. Cause you said you confronted her, but I think you said me or my wife, which makes me think that you did it from his, or maybe you said, don't talk to me or my husband ever again. And I just don't know why you're so mad at him. Right. Cause if you said something like that, then that's poking the bear. If there is a bear to poke. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. If this is your if you're so angry, which you are in all this reaction. Then what are you is there something else there? Like, mm -hmm. is there something else or is it not just like, oh, she's so crazy or whatever? Like, do you. Do you feel like he's been back burning her like ba like back burnering her? Like, do you feel like he has been unfaithful? Like, what is it that is so. Like, is the fact that he, like, was, quote, unquote, like, hiding her or whatever, not really diving deep into it, is that because, like, there's an inkling you that you feel that it's not just that, like, she's, like, crazy, quote, unquote, or toxic, is that they, their relationship, 
there maybe there's more to it and mm-hmm. like more to it like at the current time um you sound like you were going off of a lot of emotions and not taking the time to take a step back and yeah. look at the situation like it just happened and you're calling us before like he st- went out to get milk and you're calling us before he comes back home like take a deep breath yeah process things and then go off on your whatever tangent you want to go on and figure out what you're upset about mm-hmm. and like is it is is your anger like your feelings whatever your feelings are they're totally valid and totally warranted but like self-filter and process and figure out what it is that you feel and why you feel that way because i think like you're saying it's jumping to a lot of conclusions so maybe there's some other shit that's happening that's fueling this because this this to me is a prime example of if it's hysterical, it's historical mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like you just dropped like 12 flights. Like you just like elevator dropped, sunk that sort of thing. And so how did, how did you already start that? Like, how did you already begin to make that process of getting to this level? Because it does seem like a massive, massive jump. And I don't know, I've had toxic relationships. I've again, like been with people who've had toxic relationships and all that. And it's something that like, it's not, uh, from my experience, there's no anger that mm-hmm. I have to my partner. My partner has to me in regards to the relationship. And I mean, there's like a, a guy that I used to like hook up with, like will still occasionally text me and I'll respond and like, I'll give like Matza heads up that like, Hey, and it's like, okay, cool, whatever. And like this, he'd do the same thing, but it's not, I don't know. I think you're just, you need to figure out why you're so pissed. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, like, is someone hiding something? There's a whole, and yeah, Rich coming from me, but there's a whole lot of reasons why people don't disclose something, but that doesn't always mean that it's hiding. Right. And, like, if you've always... Maybe he's already processed it and he's over it. Yeah. And you, like, why are you so suspicious of what's going on? I mean, honestly, my 100% gut instinct goes to, it was like a, she was in her, like, his ex-girlfriend was in her early late teens, early twenties. And I, it just, to me, it sounds a very familiar story of friends that I have who've gone through Mm -hmm. like manic bipolar stuff, or, I mean, that's, that's what I'm claiming from like my own experience with my friends, but that's, that's what that sounds like to me. And it would also make so much sense to me if that's why you're not hearing a bunch about it because that's not his story to Mm -hmm. tell. And he just happened to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with her when she was going through all of this stuff and it seeped into their relationship. And it would also make sense why out of that relationship, it doesn't affect him mm-hmm. because it's not, it's been five years. You've been yeah. with him for four. Yeah. What are you, it's like, you're looking for something like, yeah. and that's what I, and like, I don't want to say that it's like, Oh, you're just like looking for drama. I would like look within your own life to see what else are you not addressing or not realizing is actually fueling these feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, onto the, update oh my gosh time for an update fuck yeah what's this one from so this is from uh episode with leo and the girl she was dating a guy and everything was moving too quickly mm. until she sh- a whiff and poof or what was the other one a whippersnapper uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> hi megan um i'm calling with an update i was featured on the episode with leo and i'm the girl who is dating a guy um, and it was moving a little bit too quickly. He invited me with to his family vacation to Hawaii um, after like 
knowing each other for a month. And then the other thing was um, the sex wasn't really very good for me and he wasn't really going down on me very well. Um, and basically the first issue kind of resolved itself. Um, after he invited me, um, a few days later, he kind of told me that he thought about it and he realized that it was a lot of pressure to put on a new relationship. And, you know, while the invitation still stood, he understood if, you know, it was just, it was just a little bit too much for me. I said, yeah, it's, it's kind of a lot of pressure, um, especially for only knowing each other for like a month. Um, so yeah, that is totally resolved. He went on the vacation and came back and everything is fine. Um, and then with the sex, it's actually like really great now. Um, basically what I did is I, I just talked to him and I didn't really like hide how I was feeling. Um, but I did, I wasn't trying to like be mean or anything. I just told him like, it felt like he wasn't prioritizing me and it made me feel like he didn't really care about me, which based on our relationship, like outside of sex, I knew that wasn't true, but that's just how it made me feel. And um, so I told him that and he took me really seriously and made a lot more effort from that point on. And then the other thing that I did was I also uh, just Googled like tips for eating pussy and things like that um, and read a few articles and sent him ones that I thought gave good advice like for me, um, like what I enjoyed. So, yeah, now I'm getting off, which is really exciting. I've actually never orgasmed with a partner before. I have by myself. Um, that's probably something I should have included in my original question just because maybe I wasn't giving the best instructions. But, yeah, it's all really great now. Um, thank you for your advice. Bye. Wow. Wow. You've had quite a journey. This has been a quite the turnaround. Yeah. You like simmered down and how much he was rushing mm -hmm. now he's eating your vagina correctly you sent him articles which yeah. i fucking love i do too you took the initiative yeah i think that's great yeah i think it's really great this is one of the ones where they took all the advice in their life is like completely changed yeah look at you fucking bitches who don't take the <laughs> yeah. advice look what could you have media you could be getting off mm -hmm. um in a great relationship yeah i did we remember how old she was i don't remember there has been this new theme. I can find it. There's a new theme, and I've seen it, like, on the Facebook group, a, a huge amount of guys who come on really strong, and I just don't fucking get it. Yeah. Like, I really, truly don't get it, and this, I mean, it sounds like you're really happy and it won't apply in the situation to you, but here's, I would really urge anyone who feels like a guy is coming on too strong I'm a serial ghoster, but someone who's coming on like too strong for you. If you have to, if you have to ask people like, Hey, does this seem like follow your gut instincts and how you feel? Because here's the thing, everyone. And this is, and I literally went off on a fucking Facebook, uh, uh, like one of our Facebook message, like posts about this, um, where everyone's going to give you <laughs> the advice. Like you're the exception to the rule. And and our podcast, we're going to, we're, I'm going to treat you like you're the rule and any woman who's like, or any, yeah, I mean, I'll be, yeah, I'm going to gender it because this is from 
like our Facebook group and that experience, everyone was like, well, my boyfriend came on too strong. And it was like, actually, like, it was like, it totally lasted. It wasn't bad. And I was like, yeah, it's because you liked it. It's because like those people who come on really strong are meant for other people who are also want to rush into things and stuff like that. So I just think that like, this is this probably this call sounds like an exception to the rule, but just as like a PSA, if someone's coming on too strong or too fast or kind of rushing into a relationship, you follow your gut instincts and your mm-hmm. feelings and everyone being like, well, give them more chances, tell them to change. I don't bad advice for me or whatever. I don't think you should. I think like if they're coming on way too strong, way too soon and you feel exceptionally uncomfortable and you don't like it and you don't like it. And you have to then talk to your friends to be like, is this like, ugh, is this okay that I don't like it? No, just be done, mm-hmm. be done. And the people who again have dated or been with someone who, who like came on really strong, either they also come on strong or they like it. Mm-hmm. And that's who that person should be with. And I just think that like, it's just, I don't want to call it a red flag. I think a a huge amount of times it can be a red flag, but I think it's just an indicator that this person is probably not super compatible with you. Yep. And I just don't think, yeah, I just. Yeah. Like in her instance, she did talk to him about it and he backed up off like he. Well, And and he backed up before she even talked about it. And I think that's something like he did a great job post that self filtering and that's like something that i think well the i think the whole thing with coming on too strong or moving really fast i think that's an issue of self-filtering and that's for me the bait like is an it encompasses every trait that i will not like if you can't do that and i think for him being like okay i read the situation (laughs) saw her response thought about it a little bit more it's still within my character and i still want to show that i really like her but i'm gonna be like hey you know what i realized that i i checked myself and Mm -hmm. it wasn't i didn't necessarily do it wreck himself exactly and he didn't necessarily do it in the moment but he thought about it and did it later and i think that shows true initiative of being like okay here i'm gonna come and you should always be yourself in a relationship but there's like a level of like okay i'm gonna be myself and then i'm also gonna recognize if this makes you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna pull back i'm not gonna not not be myself but i'm going to be myself in a way that's considerate to how you're receiving that Mm -hmm. and i think that's like a really important thing so this is like i would say is an exception to the rule sort of thing but also you don't have to tell him Mm -hmm. I think he was able to recognize that in you. It was probably like, you just invited some girl you don't know. (laughs) They were like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? But no, I think that's like a smart, I don't know, from him, I think that's like an emotionally evolved thing. And I think people who just kind of go guns blazing and like, I don't know, people aren't really good at showing that like you 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 kind of showed it on your like you know if someone's a little uncomfortable or mm-hmm. kind of like feeling off and if you're still gonna go forward with that that for me i'm like oh you don't <laughs> you're you not don't really care about my feelings yeah and like you're just going forth with yours regardless mm-hmm. and we all if you really like someone like there's definitely an urge to kind of jump in yeah, head first but, but you gotta protect yourself that's the other part that yeah. i think is a little odd when people don't i'm like are you not you don't know that i'm not just gonna like totally wreck you mm-hmm. I probably will. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's just, this is this is an exception to the rule sort of thing. But I think it was just great. I'm very happy for you. And guys, look what happens if you take our advice. I'll have to tell Leo. You get to have orgasms. You get to yeah. have a good relationship. She had the option to go to Hawaii if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, take it, take it if 
you would like to have a more evolved life. I'm just saying. <laughs> just fucking saying. That, we have to add that to our uh, cult uh, word repertoire. Yeah. Evolved life. That's <laughs> in our selling point of our cult. <laughs> Welcome to our community where you can lead an evolved life. <laughs> listen if to you ours. Listen to us. <laughs> Holy shit. We're scary. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like her name's Sophie. She sounds like a Sophie. Yeah, I looked it up. She didn't give her um, age in the first one either. But yeah. I'm going to assume I'm going to I'm going to go 24. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, I could go 22 to 23. I don't see. But she took the advice. That's why I'm not going to go 22 <laughs> or 23. Oh, you're 100 percent right. And she was like she sent him the articles about I don't think 22 year olds. No, you right. articles. No, I think I was, was, I sending, I was sending BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> That's not I was like, yeah, what pastry are you? I love the BuzzFeed quiz. I love when, like, your nerdiness comes out. <laughs> There's a new movie called uh, Horse Girl that's coming out, and I feel like I need to see it. Because here's the thing. I you hate horses. No, I didn't. It's Alison Brie. It was off for only. At oh. first, I, was, I saw the title. I was like, bitch, what? Why did I? But I am the epitome of a horse girl, but I just hate horses. Okay, guys. Um, Well, that's it for our episode. Mm-hmm. That's it for that's our episode. For... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. One more time. <laughs> Did you have a stroke? My tongue just, I don't know. It just, it just had a mind of its own. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. That. <laughs> that's it for. That's it for our. Oh my God. <laughs> Would you like it? That's it for our episode. <laughs> You're also not really closing your our, mouth between words. Our episode. Yeah. That's it for our episode. That's it for our episode. That's it for our episode. <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, again, please pre-order my book. You're not special. Uh, anywhere that books are sold, bookstores, the online bookstores, Amazon. Yep, that's, that's where I got mine. Yeah, please do it. I would love it so much. If you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, um, or you are the girl who was losing her shit um, over the uh, the crazy ex girlfriend, please give us a call at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Instagram, don't blame meme pod, and uh, if you want to listen to the episode ad free, check us out on Stitcher Premium videos over on youtube and then the audio version which you're here obviously whatever you're listening to there's like audio video just go to our website there's tell you everything stuff there's a lot of fucking stuff and also, please go follow us on instagram because if we get to 10k then we can include swipe up links which will be fucking fantastic oh i didn't know that yeah we can have and think about this this will be your incentive we can do swipe up links for fucking the crescendo our favorite sex toy Mm -hmm. we can do swipe up links for new episodes maybe it's even i don't know if people are on the facebook group are being like recommending specific things or products or we talk about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. we can do a swipe up we can do a swipe up for those of you who are asking for uh, affordable therapy Mm -hmm. finding a therapist but also um i just feel like this has to be said all the time please do not dm asking questions yeah that's not gonna happen yeah you're just not going to get like it, you're better off joining our Facebook group and mm-hmm. sourcing there. But we're not going to answer, especially if it's like five paragraphs long. No, I don't have I don't have the attention span Me for that. Either. The scrolling. And then sometimes they send out of order. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. 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 And I no, no offense. I don't care how shy you are. No, no one knows your voice sounds like. Nope. And there's also voice changer apps. We've had mm-hmm. people who've done that. Mm-hmm. So 
And if you're afraid, and we've said this before, if you're afraid, if you have an accent and you're afraid that we're not going to be able to understand you, send a transcription of everything that you said. Write, write down your question mm-hmm. or your, write down what you're going to say on the call and then send us an audio message of you reading that and then also send us what you wrote down. Yeah. So then we're able to follow along. So they have no excuses. Okay. No excuses. A, A, A. Um, well, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.